Time to bring in Peter Mullen for health and well-being. A little catch-up today with the ways that food can improve your mood, and this is a bit of a two-parter, so we'll get this underway today. Good afternoon, Peter. Now, I reckon since the last song that was all about sugar, that's got to be the way to improve your mood, isn't it? You're wanging the sugar, and you feel really great for the rest of the day. Have I got that right or not quite? <laughs> I don't think you have, Mark. I think you might have that... Um... <laughs> Backside up. You're weighing a chocolate bar and, you know, a, a can of drink or something, and you feel pretty good for, you know, for a short while. All right, mate. So uh, the mood and food, they seem to be – they can be very much linked. So um, let's start at the top there, the idea of eating regularly. How important is that alone um, to our mood being regulated? Well, look, the, the with um, the whole – you know, when we're stressed, we tend to go for comfort foods, a bit like what you were talking about. We go for the sugar hit. And um, what the sugar does, when you have a sugary drink like a soft drink or something, it does trigger a dopamine response in your brain, so you feel good. Unfortunately, and then you also get the whack of sugar, which also can give you more energy initially, but the problem is the body then takes that sugar and gets rid of it into the cells or turns it into fat, and then what, what we find happens is your blood sugar levels then can drop. So when your blood sugar levels drop, that's when you might start to feel tired, you might even start to feel a bit shaky, you might even start to feel a bit hangry. Have you ever noticed that? If you don't eat, you start to get a bit cross between hangry and hungry and angry? Oh, I think that's a, that's very much a thing. In fact, that was very much a uh, a um, an advertising slogan for uh, one of the food makers a while back. So they really capitalised on that being very much a thing. Um, so we know that that's the wrong way to go about it. The sugar hits are the wrong way to go about it. We all knew that. So what are some of the ways we can actually start building, getting the building blocks right when it comes to food and mood? Well, the first thing, first thing you want to make sure is like our body likes routine. So the first step in trying to balance your blood sugar levels and hence balance your energy so you're not craving sugars and you know looking for quick fixes is to eat regularly. I know that sounds common sense, but for people that have issues with low blood sugar affecting mood, you want to make sure that you have, you know, not a huge breakfast, but you want to make sure you have breakfast. You might even find you've got to have something light for morning tea, like some almonds or a piece of fruit with some, like an apple with some nut butter is really nice. Um, You want to make sure then you have like your lunch, afternoon tea, and then dinner. So Eating regularly, small meals more regularly because when we skip a meal or wait too long to eat, that's when our blood glucose levels can drop. Going to throw throw a a hand grenade into the mix here because for many of us that have a fairly standard day, we know what our day looks like most days, so most of the time if we have the right discipline, we can get into that. What about people that maybe work night shift or their, their week, structure is just all over the place that can be a huge battle to sort of eat at the same type of food at the more regular times can't it oh look absolutely i see a lot of shift workers and um, the most common complaint is fatigue and all sorts of gut issues because our body likes to do like our body has a natural circadian rhythm so really the night times when our body wants to sleep so with shift workers often they still have to eat you know regularly but keep their meals of the night time a lot lighter because, um, you know, the bodies really should be asleep and they're trying to keep awake. So you kind of have to reorganise the whole way they eat to um, correspond, but you, you don't want to be having heavy meals if you're a shift worker and you definitely don't want to be having junk food or lots of sugar because it will just 
however it upsets you during the day, it'll be that on steroids at the night time. All right, so generally speaking, for most of us, um, regularly when you can, if you've got those, uh, the shift working type of uh, lifestyle, still regularly, but smaller meals most of the time. Um, smaller meals and easier, easier to digest for sure. All right, uh, protein, how does that fit into the mix, Peter? Well, protein's a bit like, I always say, protein's a bit like um, putting a, a bit of hardwood timber on the fire. You know, it sort of takes a while to burn, and but it will burn for a long time. Whereas carbohydrates are a bit like, you know, throwing on a cup of petrol. They sort of all flash and burn and then they're gone in two seconds flat. So you want to try and have protein with every meal. So that might be two eggs with your breakfast. You might, as I said, do some apple slices with some almond butter, which is your fat and protein at morning tea. You want to make sure you're having, you know, some salmon with your salad or chicken with your salad. And then again at the night time, you want to make sure you have some sort of protein, whether it's vegetarian or animal protein. But protein helps to keep your blood sugar more stable, whereas, unfortunately, the protein doesn't give us that dopamine response like carbs. So that's why we tend to, you know, often a lot of patients will have like a sugary breakfast cereal, salad sandwich for lunch or a sandwich for lunch, so pretty much no protein during the day, and then wonder why they're so exhausted of the night time, but also why they're wanting to eat such a big meal of the night time. So... Yeah, try and have protein, eat regularly and have a bit of protein with each meal as well. Yeah, and particularly the, in those earlier meals there around your lunchtime. Uh, fresh whole foods, I know this could be a whole message in and of itself, and I know you've done a few programs in and around this, but how important uh, is having the majority of your food in that space, Peter? Well, look, it's, it's one of those things. Everyone talks about superfoods, and, you know, there's no one superfood that's better for mood. The, the key is balance and variety, so... Whilst protein is so important for its amino acid profile, um, a whole balanced diet just as important. So all your, like as high a plant-based diet as possible, all your veggies and salad and fruit, you know, all those wonderful bright colors and tastes, that's where we see a lot of our vitamins and minerals come from, also our phytonutrients. Um, you know, we need the amino acids for um, serotonin and um our brain chemistry, but we need all those other nutrients as well. So, and they're found in your, your fresh, balanced, whole food diet. So, think, um, as I said, fruits and veggies, good quality plant, and good quality animal protein. And the other thing to make sure you're including in a fresh, whole food diet is plenty of omega three rich fish, um, salmon, yeah. things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So we need that. We need that balance to supply all the nutrients to produce our serotonin and our brain chemi- chemicals and you know, to keep us happy and happy and healthy. And very quickly before I let you go, Peter, we've got the food kind of uh, starting to come together there. How important is it to get the right amount of water? And is that something we need to sort of plan out as well, like have little bits at a time throughout the day instead of a one big gulp? Yeah, look, absolutely, Mark. And, and you know, I always say, you know, we need to be drinking a, a minimum of two litres of filtered water every day. Um, our body's made up of at least 60% of fluid. And I always say the body's like a goldfish tank. If you're not changing the water of, regularly, you know, eventually that goldfish is going to end up, you know, floating belly up in the in the goldfish tank. So you want to be drinking your two litres. Um, I always say don't drink with meals. You want to drink 15 before, hour after. And then you really want to be, as you're saying, keep sipping at it. So glass of water when you first get up, have your breakfast, Sip water all the day through to lunchtime, have your lunch, wait a little while, water all through to bedtime and then, or till dinner, and then try not to drink too much after dinner because um, that way you won't get up as many times to um, 
do a wee of a night time. <laughs> Don't I know that at the moment, but that might be a whole other discussion. <laughs> All right, a few a few great tips there, Peter. I know you'll kick off with and continue this discussion next week, but again, for those taking notes, make sure you eat nice and regularly. Uh, get some protein in there, as much fresh whole foods as you can, and a decent intake of water split throughout the day. A little health and well-being today. That'll help your mood with the right food. Peter Mullen, we'll catch you uh, this time next Tuesday. Have yourself a great week, mate. Thanks so much, Mark. Look forward to it.